Hi, everybody. This is Peter Bogert, and this is episode number 41 of Roots. Roots is an opportunity for you to build your understanding of Christian truth and learn how we can follow Christ more faithfully. I'd like to finish the discussion on the subject of prayer, and I'd encourage you to just grab your Bible real quick. You can pause this if you want, because we're going to be looking at a couple of passages of Scripture. From time to time in my reading, I've come across the expression, the dark night of the soul, the dark night of the soul. It seems to have its origin in Catholic mysticism. So if you look it up online, be careful what you read, because some of it is not biblical. In the last several years, I've noticed that some evangelicals have borrowed the phrase. In an article in Table Talk magazine, the late R.C. Sproul wrote this, This phenomenon describes a malady that the greatest of Christians have suffered from time to time. It was the malady that provoked David to soak his pillow with tears. It was the malady that earned for Jeremiah the sobriquet, the weeping prophet. It was the malady that so afflicted Martin Luther that his melancholy threatened to destroy him. This is no ordinary fit of depression, but it is a depression that is linked to a crisis of faith, a crisis that comes when one senses the absence of God, or gives rise to a feeling of an abandonment by him. Have you ever gone through a time like that? A time when God seemed distant? A time when you wanted to pray, but you couldn't find the words? If so, you're hardly alone. As Dr. Sproul said, David had times when he experienced dark nights of the soul. And we can read about them in the Psalms. For example, if you have your Bible, look at Psalm 13. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 2. David writes, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? He asks how long four times in that passage. David comes out on the other side at the end of this psalm, but he's asking God, where are you? How long am I going to be in this spot? What do we do when we can't find the words, when we really don't have more to say than how long, O Lord? What do we do when life hurts too much to pray? Well, first, we need to be prepared for those times. Now, none of us knows when sorrow or pain is going to overtake us, but we can deal with these times so much better when we're prepared. Let me encourage you to get to know the Psalms, and as you read, make note of a few of the Psalms that you think would minister to you if you were to experience a time like this. And then if you do, you'll have something from God's Word to point you to truth, to give you words to pray, and to remind you that God understands. After all, David's words are God's words. I've had a few of these dark night seasons, and I've found a great deal of comfort in Psalm 121. There were periods where that is what I would read each morning, and in reading it became a prayer. I lift my eyes to the hills, from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Those first two verses were very helpful. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And there were times when that formed my prayer. So be prepared for when these times come in your life by getting to know the Psalms. Secondly, pray what you can. 
You may not be able to find words beyond, oh God, help. But please don't feel guilty for that. It's okay. If that's all your heart can muster, then pray those words. Remember that prayer is a part of our relationship with God, and sincerity matters a million times more than eloquence. So pray what you can. And finally, let me suggest you be encouraged by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Let me explain. Take a moment and look at Romans 8, 26 through 27. Paul writes, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. To be fair, the larger context of the passage is the salvation that God has provided and the future hope that we have. But these verses do reveal a part of the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us and for us. Now, it's never appropriate to say, I don't need to pray. I'll just let the Holy Spirit pray for me. But in those dark times, be encouraged that the Spirit of God, who knows our needs far better than we do, is praying to the Father on our behalf. So in summary then, We prepare ourselves for these dark nights of the soul, these difficult times, by knowing God's word, knowing where to turn to, to reassure our hearts. We go through it by praying what we can, and we go through it by remembering that the Holy Spirit prays for us. Some people are more prone to these dark nights than others. I realize that. But there will be times in your life when you will find it really hard to pray, when life seems to cave in, and when life hurts too much to pray, this is what we do. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week 